New York Artists Collective. Welcome to the New York Artists Collective podcast. This next one's about. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, this is a podcast where we interview a New York artist to discuss the creative songwriting process behind one of their songs. I am your host, Stephanie Manns, singer-songwriter and co-producer of the New York Artists Collective. And today's guest is New York-based singer-songwriter Jenny Kern, here to talk about her latest single, Slow Burn. Jenny Kern. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the glorious and glamorous studio that is my New York Upper East Side apartment. Thank you for having me. So, Jenny, you are originally from Canada. That's true. And a New York transplant as of the last six years. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been playing music for? I started playing piano when I was about five or six. Being a stubborn kid, I didn't want to learn how to read music, so I made my teacher play music and I'd copy her. Uh, got away with it for a while and then got into high school, started playing the saxophone for a bit, picked up the guitar when I was a teenager and been playing ever since. So what is your primary instrument, would you say? Now I would say it's probably the guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to trying to get back into playing the keys, mm-hmm. but it's harder than I thought. Really? Yeah. I find like when people talk about play, I mean, I only play guitar. I do want to learn the keys, but people talk about how they write so differently on one versus the other. And I think like that your rhythm changes as well. I'm sure you find that. Well, I think that's interesting because the guitar, you can add your own rhythm. I find people always say, oh, Jenny, you slap the guitar a lot when you play in your rhythm. And then when I'm playing on the keys, it's just chords. I find it's hard for me to vibe into a rhythm when I'm writing on the keys. So let's talk about your song, (laughs) Slow Burn. So you recently released it. Congratulations. Thank you. So it's part of your debut EP, in fact. So again, congratulations. It's a big deal for your your first record to be out into the wild. So tell me about this song. So this song I wrote last August, and I was going through a really hard time, feeling really lost with what I was doing with my life, really confused about a lot of things. It was the first time I sat down with pen and paper to write a song where I kind of put any expectations out the window of what I wanted to do and the pressure of writing a really great song because till then I'd been focusing on trying to write a great song that I could potentially make. I started writing and I kind of just started writing from my heart, which sounds so cliche and cheesy, but I was just writing what I was feeling. It kind of was the first time where I wrote something out and I thought, well, dang, this is a lot more meaning to me than I expected. Just was fiddling around with some chords and it all just came together, I think, in an hour and a half or something like that. Some of the best ones that just kind of flow out of you, don't they? It just flow, it just came right out, yeah. Um, But it's a really important song for me because it's one that I want people to feel that it's okay to not know what you're doing in your life and that it's okay to feel broken and to have experienced bad things that have thrown you in ways you didn't expect you'd go. I've received a lot of really incredible messages from people about how the song has made them feel. I'm very blessed that it's been a successful song, but it's those messages from people that it's gotten them through a day that they were having or they thought they were alone about something and this song has given them some sort of meaning to that and that's kind of this most special thing I could have expected out of writing that song. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful when people kind of connect to your songs. That's really one of the reasons yeah. we write songs. And it's, it's 
we want to connect with people and when people kind of give that back to you it's always really special yeah I mean I I always say I write to understand the world around me rather than to understand myself because while we do write from our own feelings and experiences and our own emotions we're not trying to write to make ourselves feel better we're writing to connect Mm -hmm. so that was my goal that's very deep I try but I like it I, I was going to say, it's Wisdom Wednesday or Wisdom something. Wisdom Wednesday, sure. I mean, this podcast comes out on a Wednesday. We can call it Wisdom Wednesday. Love it. Why not? We'll do it. All right, we'll say, well, let's take a listen to the song, and then we'll have a bit more of a chat after that. This is Jenny Kern and Slow Burn.
Jenny Cohen slow burn. I love that that rhyme. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. Yep, you should have that on a t-shirt. Jenny Cohen slow burn. Totally. I need merch, so do it. Um, I don't know what your your graphic could be. I'll think about that. Please do. I could use some advice there. So. Mm, that's gonna be a hard one because you don't want to like have something. Maybe you could have something burning, but what would you burn on the t-shirt? I don't know. We'll come back to that. Maybe a heart, perhaps. Oh, Slow burning heart. I that would be that would be some emotional stuff. That's though. very emotional. We got deep earlier. So. Yeah, we're we're carrying on with the, the Wednesday wisdom. <laughs> it's a long song. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'm not gonna lie, definitely got some rejections for blogs and because <laughs> it was playlists, too long. Because it was too long. No, really. And you know, it was kind of one of those things where I said, at least they didn't hate it. They just said it was too long. It's fine. That's interesting. But it's definitely long. <laughs> <laughs> For a single, and it's it's not you know an up tempo. People usually pick a you know up tempo bop or something. Look, I don't think there's anything wrong with because I released a, a very kind of love ballady type song as my last single, and I was like, let's just let's just lean into this. Why not? Like if that's your brand, okay. I just don't think that we need to think about trying to make it radio friendly anymore. Yeah. Like we're in this kind of world that is about singles, and yeah, you know, I think there's something to be said for trying to make them catchy and it's almost that thing of I, I almost disagree with it but then you could go back 50 years to when like the you know the record singles were created and they were created to be like three minutes 30 if that or even two two and a half minutes or something so like that created the modern pop song of of that era and now it's like you know Spotify is changing the music industry to totally. and we are having to kind of to do the same thing and whether I, do, I agree with it or not it's kind of the way that the industry is moving and we need to adapt to that gotta accept it yeah mm-hmm so the length of the song um, <laughs> I thought was interesting and a bold choice. The other thing that I just wanted to comment on was I love the vocal kind of almost chords that you had and there were sort of so many things going on. It was almost like an Imogen Heap thing, but you did it organically with vocals where she does it sort of, I don't want to say synthetically, but yeah, Probably I guess it is synthetically. Sort of with a synth thingy. Yes. Yeah, like a vocal kind of synthesizer. So no, I thought that was a really interesting sign. Is, is she somebody that you listen to? No, but I'm a big Bonnie Vera fan. Okay. Um, I knew that when I wrote it, that, I was... That was the other influence that I had in my head. Was it? I, yeah, it yeah. was. I, I just think what he does in terms of his layering and his production is really something special um, that no one else does. Mm-hmm. And so it's, everyone tries to copy it. But I think when I was writing the song and then I, I tried my own production on it at first just to you know, play around with it. Cause I actually, at the time I wasn't going to record anything. I didn't have a, a producer lined up or anything. And I just tried layering on the harmonies on the chorus and, and whatnot. And it just kind of evolved in a way. The song just kind of became something else. Mm-hmm. It turned out really cool. So you've been more active in New York in the last year. You've only really started writing in the last years. And I think it's, and, and you've just had a song featured on MTV. For one year doing this, that's seriously impressive. Thank you. I don't want to ask you how you did it because I just want to copy you, but it's amazing <laughs> that you did it. And um, what was that experience like for you? To see it on MTV? Well, to do it and then to, yeah. 
Oh, this whole year. Mm-hmm. It's been a whirlwind. Really got started because I wanted to play more shows in New York. And it just kind of evolved from there after I started writing, met my producer and, and produced a really incredible record for me. And then I got to play at Rockwood and then I got to play at Rockwood 2 for my EP release show. And just getting a chance to evolve as a performer has been really interesting because while I used to be a tour guide over at NBC, so I, I've had experience being in front of people and, okay. and per- performing, as you would say. This was its own beast, getting up in front of people and being vulnerable with your own music. It's one thing to perform a cover, and it's another thing to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling in song. Enjoy. Yeah. Can you relate? Please do. Uh, so what was your sort of experience doing that for the first few times? Because it probably takes a while to kind of settle into your own style of doing it. For sure. I think there were different things that were happening. One was getting comfortable with my own voice because honestly, I've only been singing solo for so long. I kind of just discovered singing on my own last year and being my own center. I used to sing with a friend a lot. Coming into my own voice has been something that I'm learning to accept not because I think it's bad, but because it's its own voice. And I think everyone goes through that of getting into the pocket of their place, of what their voice is, being okay with that. And I'm not vocally trained by any means, so I don't know how to belt on stage or whatnot. But I think there's something special about other ways of singing. So it's just learning the performance in that sense has been very hard but I'm slowly starting to love that part of it more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, there's the whole side of how good am I? How good are my songs? Will people embrace it? Will people want to come back to another show? You have to put your best foot forward every time you get up there because I'm trying to build an audience, you know? Yeah. I just love performing so much that I kind of stopped caring about what I thought people thought of me and what I think they think about my songs. I obviously want them to care and I want them to come back, but I love when I see a face and I can just tell that they're connecting with something I'm doing and something I'm singing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I talk to them after, and, and it's just a really neat experience. I actually love performing to people I don't know. It's my favorite. Me too, actually. Not because I don't absolutely love my friends and family who come out to my shows, but because there's people who have never heard me before and I... Yeah. I just want to make that connection. Yeah. So. You get to see that happen. It's so um, fascinating. And you also have to work for it. You do. You yeah. do. That's the, and then you kind of feel validated that you're like, oh, I did that, you know. Yeah. And if it's a room full of your friends, you kind of know that they're there and they're going to like you and whatever. But if you've got a, if you have to win over a room full of people, it's a, it's a very different gig that you play. And I yeah. personally feel I play better when I'm working harder for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. And I, uh, what you were saying about... Um, the, the kind of mental game that you're playing with yourself. I used to play tennis. Um, Me too. Oh, okay. I was a collegiate tennis player. No way. Same. Um, but it's, it's really funny, and I, I almost sort of equate it the same thing because you're sort of playing, like you're playing a game. It's almost like playing a tennis game where you're in your head a lot of the time. So There's much. no one else to, to talk to, and you just have to kind of get through this and play the next point or the next song and just focus and, and just, you know, try and leave the last song 
there and just you know try the, the, ne- the next song on by itself not focus on the mistakes that you made in the last song or whatever and just focus on the next one I've never thought of it that way and now I'm really fascinated because actually the last show I just played there was one song where it was relatively early on in the show which I find also I you have to warm yourself up mm-hmm. in the opening songs. Oh, yeah. I try not to play songs I absolutely love right in the beginning because I want to. I want to get there. Yeah, you but, play your stable ones first, and you oh, get yeah. you like warm into it. But I made, I made just one little guitar error on one of the songs, and re- and I wasn't playing with the band, so I didn't have drums or bass or whatnot to to cover it up. It was just me there, and. I moved on because you know you got to learn to move on, but I remember thinking when I started playing the next song, I was like, "Oh, you made that mistake, Jenny. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. You got to put it back. Got to put mm-hmm. it aside. You know. Yep. It's in the past. Yeah, it's a challenging thing to you know see that performance. And then I think what, like when I first started as well, finishing a, a set or a show and trying to actually enjoy it after I'd finished it was really difficult because I think I was so in my head caring about what everyone thought. Always, all the time. Yep, and I couldn't really feel anything that was an overall feeling. I was only focusing on the mistakes that I'd made. And now I'm now at a point where I'm able to go, oh, overall that was really good. You know, the reception was really good. I may have made a few mistakes and I will learn from that and I will take that to the next show. But it's that sort of ability to pat myself on the back a little bit that I was never able to do when I was younger. So... That's, I credit my 30s for that, which is, which is wonderful. I'm not far from there, so I'll get there. Yeah, but, um, well, I'm sure it'll come. I mean, you've been like, Jesus, you've been doing this a year. I'm, I'm seriously impressed with the, the kind of... Thank you. The, the way that you're handling it all anyway. But, and that's, I don't mean that's so patronizing in any way, but it's... No, I, I, I always look like I have it together on the outside. Don't we all? We always look like we have it together on the outside, but mm. inside, you know, it's... When I'm on stage, I can be very nervous, but I manage to hide it very well where everyone thinks I'm like super confident. You know what? It's a skill. It's definitely a skill to be able to not look like you're falling apart on stage. To start playing music in New York and what is arguably known as one of the hardest places to, to start and play music, is that, that must have been quite challenging as well. It was daring, I yeah. think, for sure. I guess in my mind, I kind of had nothing to lose because it wasn't my full-time job. I was working in media. Well, within a year, you've gone from it not being to it being your full-time job. Yes, so... It's pretty daring again, Jen. I, I, <laughs> theme, it's the yes, theme. Yes, it's a good big thing. But I, again, I had nothing to lose, so I kind of just thought, well, if you fail and if it doesn't work you have a, this job you're going to. Now I think the anxieties definitely come up because it's, oh, well, if you fail, I mean, you'll be fine in life. You'll figure it out. But if you fail, you fail. And it's not your main, it's, it's your main thing now. So define failing. I mean, I don't, I don't, it's a good question. What yeah. is failing? I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out myself. I don't know what success and what failing is because yeah success is did you have a good show great that's a success did your show get on to some sort of tv show awesome success but what's where's the bar and what do you set that for yourself i i don't i don't have a gauge of what i'm aiming for in terms of where one's supposed to be because everything has been happening so fast for me that i kind of don't know where I'm supposed to be and when I'm supposed to get there. I'm kind of just going with it. I feel like this is a podcast in itself. 
this question of success and, and failure right. for a musician. But for a, unfortunately, a podcast for another time. Oh, Jenny Curran. Um, Jenny Curran, Slow Burn. It's been such a pleasure to chat to you. What is coming next for you? Just finished up a summer tour. Went to some really cool places. Where'd you go? I went to Philly, Boston, Nashville for the first time. Uh, Los Angeles. Doing so far? Couple so far is mostly playing some venues. Uh, the basement in Nashville, Hotel Cafe, mm-hmm. um, doing a songwriter showcase there. Yeah, I'm gonna play so far in Chicago for the first time in September. Chicago's so far in Chicago is awesome. I'm excited about that. Well, Jenny Kern, it's been such a pleasure. If you're playing in New York, let us know. We will post about it, and we will have the details for uh, your socials and whatnot in the episode details of today's episode. Jenny Kern, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. The very talented Jenny Kern there with her song Slow Burn. Now you can find out more about Jenny in the details of this episode. Catch more of the New York Artists Collective podcast this next one's about by subscribing. If you liked it, why not give us a review as well? Thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephanie Manns. I'll see you next week. New York Artists Collective.